Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Bonjour à tous et bienvenue dans le deuxième podcast de rugby d'Australie. Dans l'émission d'aujourd'hui, nous avons une légende du rugby de Bordeaux, Jean-Baptiste Dubier. Alors détendez-vous. Oh oui, et profitez du spectacle. Oui, la PAC, this a POD. Good afternoon, ladies and attorneys. You're listening to the Pack Podcast, powered by the Pig Athletic Club. My name is Sione, and if this is your first time joining us, we are a touring rugby club and reformed me media platform for the players. We're the voice of the people, and we're here to make rugby great again, one meme at a time. Please welcome my... Actually, no. Don't welcome my co-hosts. Don't welcome any of them. Um... As most of you know, uh, we record this podcast on a Wednesday, so it's the 14th of February, um, a day of love, and uh, there's no love here. There's no love here today. My co-hosts and my co-co-co-hosts ever in Sydney, they're all busy. <laughs> they're all busy. Just like I did on uh, Freeney's barbecue, they didn't turn up, uh, so it's just me on my lonesome. You know, it doesn't bother me, you know. First my my ex-wife. No. No my friends. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I digress, I digress. Um I actually don't know what digress means, but uh, you know, you balling people like to use it a lot so, a lot, so uh, I digress. We're gonna carry on. Uh today's podcast we do have French rugby legend, Bordeaux Bergler rugby legend. And uh, also played for Stade Montis, uh, I believe Stade Montis. Uh, we'll be interviewing him. We're going to get straight to Ironside and myself as we chat to uh, JB, JB Jean Baptiste Dubier, um, about you know his journey from French rugby club rugby going through the ranks and uh, spending sixteen uh, odd years in the uh, the top quatorze, top fourteen. No, sorry about that. I speak French now. Top quatorze. Um, so yeah. Uh, tune in for that um, and that brings me to our promo code uh, thanks everyone to all jumping on uh, last week but this week's promo code uh, discount code uh, gets you a little taste of discount on our website pigathleticclub.com but the discount code for this week is Jean-Baptiste Dubier so J-E-A-N-B-A-P-T-I-S-T-E D-U-B-I-E uh, so treat yourself and uh, actually I hope you guys are having a lovely uh, Valentine's Day um, you know it's, it's nothing new to me uh, you know I love being alone in a garage and uh, it's where I do my best work it's where I do my best work guys um, but yeah I, I digress I digress I digress and uh, but yeah make sure you stick around uh, after the interview uh, if you have been liking the uh, Ben Tunes of the week got a nice little tasty one for you uh uh, it's on the DJ Noise sort of feel. It's a little bit of a remix uh, this week, so tune in for that. But um, yeah, 
Enjoy the interview and uh, make sure you get out to Club Rugby this weekend. I believe JB uh, is playing for Manly. He's Manly's new signing, by the way. Uh, he's playing for Manly against the Tars in a trial match this weekend. So get down to Rat Park. Uh, I believe Manly and the Rats are playing against the Tars this weekend. So get down to that and uh, cheer on the boys. Uh, otherwise, get behind your super rugby teams. Get behind your club rugby teams and uh, let's, let's all make rugby great again because uh, we need it. Australia, we need it here in, in Australia. And yeah. Anyways, I digress, I digress, and uh, yeah, enjoy the interview. Good to go. All right, our next guest, as according to his Wikipedia page, which I had to translate from French, uh, he's listed at 5'11 and 34 years young. I don't know if any of this is real, remember? This is just what I get off your wiki. In 2007, he made his debut for Stade Montes, winning 117, 14 caps there and scoring a total of 85 points, which you remember every single one of them, I reckon. <laughs> he then moved to Union Bordeaux, playing 122 games, scoring 172 points, playing with one of our favourites, Swooped, or Swoopy, as he calls him. <laughs> However, in his wiki, all I could find out is about how his wife, Alexia is a way better athlete than him. Yeah. <laughs> she played basketball for 13 years, I think you told me. Yeah. Yep, there you go. He looks great in budgies. JB Dooby, welcome, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks for coming along. Thank you. So we, we met, um, you've met a few of our uh, pack correspondents, um, so I'm still shocked that you're here. Um, Knuckles and uh, Chainsaw are in France, but um, mate, You've uh, changed your lifestyle. You're down in down here in Manly, living in Manly, playing for the Marlins this year. What's the, what's been the biggest uh, adjustment to life in Australia? <laughs> well, there were uh, heaps of change, man, for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when we arrived the third of November straight, there are two big parties with budget smuggler. <laughs> so we arrived, landed at 7 a.m. straight to a board party. So I like for sure now I can say. Uh, Angover is better than jet lag, <laughs> so I had two big nights straight, and uh, the jet lag was gone. So yeah, that was a pretty good experience. Straight in net, straight into it on a boat on Sydney Harbour as well. We were lucky to, yeah. I was lucky to spend on our boat. We kept telling everyone it was our <laughs> yeah, boat. Um, so yeah, you're working down. You, you've obviously had the connection with budgies. So you're working here, budgies, and you're saying before we started this that it's a bit of an adjustment to life working full time um, <laughs> behind a behind a desk pushing some. Pens and paper. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, furthermore, when you never worked in your life. So, yeah. That's, uh, uh, the first month was, you know, when you got uh, this old car? Yeah, you got some old pickups here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she's just like the warning everywhere, red lights everywhere. <laughs> so I had like red light everywhere on my legs, <laughs> knees, ankle, back. Even neck, <laughs> because like on the computer, and I fucking like sore neck. So I try to do some elastic stuff like the front row now to work on my computer uh, skills. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's go it's getting it's getting there yeah. now, and yeah, uh, yeah I really enjoy. It. But it's been quick, quick, yeah. And also, we're talking as well. You obviously got some good English there, but um, we don't speak English in Australia. You were, we were discussing that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, oh yeah, thanks to the the boys I met. Thanks to Swoopy, <laughs> uh, Luke Jones, Kane Douglas, yeah, all yeah. those all the big cans uh, I met in France. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I had a good uh, training period back in the days, but it's more tough for my wife. Yeah. She just speak with US players yeah. and a uh, guy from the 
uh, Eastern Europe, so it's pretty different accent. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, every time it's like when she speaks, they say like, uh, "Sorry, <laughs> just what you say," and she's like, uh, "Please help, uh, help me, help me." <laughs> <laughs> she works. She works at the budgie office at, at the shop, so yeah, nice. she just like keep learning. Yeah. That's good for her. Yeah. And um, we'll take you. We'll go back a little bit. So um, obviously you're uh, you're playing the centres preferred, but it told me that every when I looked on your wiki, it said you played every position in the backs. <laughs> um, that was back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, you know, um, professional contracts over there and French rugby is, is so different to what we're used to here. Um, yeah. So how, like, when what was that uh, like at your debut over there? How old were you? Talk us through that. Yeah, so it's funny because you say Stade Montis, and uh, this <laughs> yeah. is Stade Montois. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not get into my yeah, French pronunciation. French, French lesson, yeah, come, come at my, I'm leaving just down there, come there. But yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty different. I, I was pretty lucky. Uh, we had a good team with my teammates, and this is my hometown, so we just grow together and became pro, most of them. Which is pretty rare, yeah. uh, and uh, we've been French champions under under 18 years old, and then straight at eight years old I had my first uh, pro game, and then you know it's happened some stuff like lucky, and then just I jumped into professional lifestyle uh, pretty early in the age. So, and then thanks to my hometown, I just keep working, training, and I signed pretty. Old. I was like 25 years old when I signed at UBB. But Stade Montois is like, you know, it's like uh, we haven't got a lot of money, but uh, it's a very good level of rugby. We used to play top 14 and then go back straight away because we have relegation in France. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's also like very good for, you know, uh, think about like how we begin, how it's real life also, yeah. working hard, uh, have a quick touch with the highest level then going back to where you're from <laughs> and then you want to stay there so yeah, yeah i had this opportunity to to sign in 20 uh, 2015 in bordeaux and uh yeah pretty lucky nice was that was that a hard decision to leave uh leave your hometown or were you quite happy to just <laughs> so you know i'm the kind of i had uh, just two clubs in my life yeah. and uh and uh you know oh, obviously you don't know stade montois mont is in the southwest of france I'm from the southwest. I'm from the Pyrenees, like south, and uh, I've been to Montmartre, which is like two hours driving, and I've been to Bordeaux, which is one hour driving. So I stay in the southwest side. Yeah, okay. I'm a southwest man. Yeah, southwest man. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so that was okay because uh, my wife was playing in Montmartre basketball. So first, that was okay to have like one hour. Uh, used to do it like once a week, and then could catch up with the family. I'm very close with my dad, mom, and sister. And uh, so, yeah, that was the perfect option for me. Yep. Uh, I had this offer uh, in 2013, but I was still in contract with Montmartin and my club didn't want me to leave. <laughs> Even if I cried in the office with, in front of my boss, so I was like, please let me go. <laughs> I did some stuff. I was paid 200 bucks playing top 14, please. Yeah. And uh, they say no. Yeah. <laughs> no that's but fair. I was good though. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, I'm still... Uh, in touch with my hometown. Now my friends are trainer trainers, <laughs> and uh, I'm still following UBB. Is going very well at the moment. Yeah, uh, yeah, they've got some good players over there, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they have got some good recruitments uh, with, especially in the back lines, yeah. and uh, some very uh, key point position on the front. So yeah, we had some 
we have some good horses in the team. Yeah. And uh, we used to have some Fijians, and uh, we swapped Fijians for horses. <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love also those Fijians. We have like a big mix, and it's a, it's a new page, a new BB. We have a new like staff squad of coaching. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I think we're on the way to doing well this year, but. Top 14 is one of the toughest championship because it's very long, yeah. so you never know. Yeah. Um, actually, I wanted to ask about um, how you got into rugby when you were younger. Like, uh, I know football is massive in France. Why did why did you why did you choose the rugby route? Yeah, uh, from from where I'm from, it's more about rugby. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a really rugby stuff. Uh, all small village got their own club rugby, and then uh, this is like. Pretty much then here I think like Saturday or Sunday, it's the rugby game. So everyone yeah. go uh, yeah. to watch the family and friends and stuff. And uh, my family, my dad used to play at the good level. My uncle played for the friends okay. when he was younger, when yeah. the under 18, 17 and stuff like that. And on my mom's side, they all play rugby. Yeah. And if my mom could play, she would be like very good hooker, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> she got strong neck, good shoulders. I hope but, she watches this and has a translation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, do the subtitles. Yeah, she would be very happy. <laughs> hey, mom, bisous. And who was, who was like your childhood hero? Did you look up to any, was it a French national player or uh, probably? Yeah, uh, his name was Thomas Castagnier. Uh, he used to play, he was like a utility back. He was a small guy, uh, very good skills. And yeah. that was the period of the French flair, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, he could play number 10 to number 15. Uh, had some good skills and he was from uh, Mont-Marsan also so you know just uh, you, oh you mean Stade Montis Stade Montis <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he plays Youngs at the oh, Stade Montis I might walk out of this fucking interview right now yeah, right. I like Stade Montis but it's I've good. been calling it Stade Montis <laughs> yeah, too, I think that's where I got it right I think it was you that said it <laughs> So yeah, I have this uh, this guy, and also Stade Montois. Montois. Uh, well, it, it's a team well known because uh, we're talking about the Fijians, but the first Fijians who arrived in France arrived at Montmarsan. The name, the first one was Waisale Serevi. Oh, he yeah, is yeah. a very famous uh, uh, seven player, yeah. and he arrived with other players. And they were the first three Fijian players arrived. And uh, thanks to a man named Pierre Lay, they call they call him Papa. His name Daddy. <laughs> Bigger they were looking after them. It, it's cool because Montmartre it's a very small town, so yeah. you can't do anything. Just yeah. play rugby and drink cover as a Fijian. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they they made the the day of uh, of the Stade Montois when we we went um, French champion for second division. We had those three Fijians: Waisale Serevi, De La Sao, and Satala. And you know, sure. it's just became important and those Fijian arrive and then change the game yeah, yeah. in the wings <laughs> yeah. so yeah that was that was a cool experience and I was a kid and I, I used to kick the ball with them and yeah, always yeah. been attracted by rugby I love rugby and my family and stuff like that but when you can approach those guys yeah. especially when and it, maybe it started there I was like pretty interesting from those guys coming from overseas leaving the family and friends so far away and i was yeah. like wow this should be like very interesting to do the same yeah yeah so and yeah I, I guess we're like we talk about a lot but we're so jealous of that french setup is that in australia we'll just we just have australians playing and maybe there's a odd the odd frenchman the odd englishman are playing in super rugby 
but yeah you guys just always have like fijians other australians english you've just got such a a wide variety of nationalities yeah. playing in those teams just like soccer yeah sort of. and, and, and it's be- and it's it's proven that it's actually better for french rugby because french rugby in the last you know fourth probably longer eight years have just like gone gangbusters and gone up so mm. like yeah with all those you've played with some awesome um some some interesting cats over the years but um yeah, give us some stories about some of the, you know, that you've adjusted to life here. Is there any people that you can think that came over to um, UBB from Australia or that you, they just couldn't adjust to start? Or was it was it so easy for them to come to France? And Yeah, but I was talking this morning because we had a... Uh, you guys love waking up early in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, uh, I just woke up at 5.25. I was like, what the fuck is that? never seen that in my life. Just this is the time when I go to bed after a big night. So, you know, we had training this morning and after that we looked to go for grab a coffee, <laughs> and an egg, stuff like that. So, and I was like, you know, it's be- very different because all those guys from Churchill, they're pretty, some of them are at good level and I'm just focused on mainly but I'm watching some videos from other games and uh, North not to, not <laughs> very good <laughs> but you know they got some good levels but they all work you know they've got like a work job full time and then after they go training night time which is so different when you become when you become pro you just have to look after yourself and you look after your body and they got some guys who look after your facilities accommodation legs everything so you have a lot of time to rest and this is actually what i'm i realizing now you know because i haven't got any time to rest and also i don't want to rest i just want to enjoy here my time so that's why i'm (laughs) fucked on the pitch (laughs) but you know some of those guys i would love them to have this experience uh, we have three professional championships now in France. Yeah, yeah. So it means you can do kind of a dream yeah. during one year or two years, even if the quotas are a little bit more strict now in France to have more Frenchies and stuff like that. But you can have an experience and just do what you love the yeah. most. Yeah. And then uh, and then for sure you, you will improve. There's yeah. uh, It's uh, pretty logic. If you train, if you look after yourself, if you train every single day, do a gym, follow a, a, a program, but not following by yourself, is someone tell you, which yeah. is different. Yeah, yeah. And then after you're going to improve your rugby. So, yeah. Makes um, sense. You know, Swoop is famous for being one of the uh, famous Aussies over in Bordeaux, but who was the who was your favourite Aussie that came over? Because I know Kane Douglas and you played with a few others. Who was your favourite Aussie? I will say, I, I have to say Swoopy uh, because I was fan of him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's also, you know, he's the kind of guy like when you have it on the pitch, uh, it's different when he's not on the pitch. Yeah. And for sure he's not going to, especially when he was in France, not going to score like 80 meter tries yeah. you know yeah. but he is like so smart he's got yeah. this smart like intelligence of rugby uh, which make the difference for me and uh, I'm also not a guy who score 80 meter tries so yeah. <laughs> I was trying to ghosting him yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he's also he's a really good can He's a really good cat. He's, a, he's, one of those, he's one of those guys growing up for me. He's like one of my favourite Wallabies of all time. And I've been lucky because he's from Norse to meet him. And it's one of those things you never want to meet your heroes. 
Yeah. Because he's too funny. Like, yeah. And he's like, and you're like, how's this bloke played over a hundred tests with the Wallabies? And- Man, that's crazy. He loves the beers. And, <laughs> but in, and yeah, I, there were an article in France and I've seen something. I don't know if it's right, but pretty much, pretty sure then yes. He has the most consecutive caps, uh, 80 minutes you know yeah. in the whole world i was like around 60 or something like that though it means that this guy yes he's Man, having he fun he was an athlete eh? he was very professional yeah. at the time like when you arrived doing a lot of activation and warming up and stuff like that just and uh you know it's uh, obviously logic and uh, i really liked him but and also because he was playing the same position than me so i have to learn yeah, a little yeah. bit uh, thanks to that but I'm not going to learn what Kane Douglas does <laughs> yeah. because he fucking hits you every single training by stepping on your foot and I was like, come on, Doogie. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then now you, you were talking about it briefly. We spoke about it before, but um, coming from UBB, your first session down at Manly <laughs> and um, people might not know, but Shoot Shield set up definitely, it's usually about 150 people from, <laughs> from first grade all the way to third Colts, all playing together all training together for the first month or so um i might be one of them at sometimes blokes can't run lines blokes can't catch a pass <laughs> as soon as you go from right to left people can do it you go the other way and balls are <laughs> dipping down so how is that <laughs> been the inverse spin crocodile catches so um how is that i mean it would have been frustrating but i'm sure it was pretty funny at the same time yeah for sure the first day i was like what the fuck I'm doing here? <laughs> is that is that really want? Is that what I wanted? And then at the beginning, and then when I went back home, I was with my wife. I was like, you cannot imagine. <laughs> but that was cool yeah. because what I told you, you know, they he also for social. Yeah. And those guys work. And then when you go see your friends playing a little bit of footy, yeah. you're just enjoying. So, yeah, the first time I was like, fuck, we've been to this. Astro tough, you was hard like a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine the warning, warning my knees. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was very bad. And then we were 150 male, female courts, everything. And we, I've seen some dislocated shoes. Like I don't know if I can say that, but like even barefoot guys training with barefoot. Fucking Australian loves working barefoot. Some shirts, some, you know. And I was like, I was pretty clean. Like you know, new, yeah. brand new boots, nice short UBB yeah. stuff. I was like, whoa! <laughs> I should change something. And uh, but I really liked. It. And I was pretty embarrassed as I was doing when I was doing a knock on. I was like, oh, come on, man, Just, uh, <laughs> can't you love it up? But uh, that was yeah, that was really really funny and uh, now the the most difficult thing is to just learn the name so yeah. I just call them hey, good day, mate yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they say uh, how you going JB I say oh, I'm good <laughs> and then I go for another guy like but now I'm starting to but yeah. also like you have 20 oh, you train with 50 guys the day after those most of 50% are not here at the training. And yet another part of yeah, new yeah, players yeah. are like... Yeah. 20 of them in the pub that afternoon because they can't like bother to train. New faces, yeah. new names. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> but And um, I mean, like, you, you probably won't realise, but you, you'll be training with like some younger guys and there'll be like, there'll be some good young guys there. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing about this level, I guess, as well, is you learn so much from guys like you that have come from that. Like, blokes will be watching you pass and it's like a whole different... You know, it's like having, it'd be like you guys having your professional set up all the way to your, like, academies all training together. Yeah. Um, but, you know, once you've, you said you you split into, like, a bit more 
different type of level of squads. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's the standard like at training? Look, I mean, you haven't played a game yet. You've watched them. How, how's the standard now that you've got into pre-season? Like? Yeah, it's a little bit more interesting, I would say, because it's more about like rugby. Yeah. Uh, I know that you love doing pre-season here. It's, 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 but uh, it's actually my fourth pre-season yeah. <laughs> in the same years. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, now we, we can do like a little bit of like phases, yeah. movement, settling, a little bit set up. Nice. And then walking with the forwards and backs. It's, uh, it looks like a little bit more rugby. <laughs> and uh, we're still doing some pre-season, but uh, we, we will play next Taz, I think, just a half. But, so it's going to be like more and more uh, rugby system, smart stuff. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty uh, impressed by the coach when they have to uh, organize uh, this type of training with all those people and uh, without any uh, facilities, you yeah. know, we haven't got money, as you say, yeah. but so it's uh, it's it's uh, very impressive. Yeah. Like, and obviously the Manly Gym is really impressive down at Curl Park. <laughs> ah, the garage. That. I call it the, the garage. garage. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's more than we've got, to be honest with you. As I well, spend my time in the garage. I love this garage, but sometimes <laughs> like, fuck, boys, we need to clean this fucking garage. Yeah, <laughs> we do that once a year. And we, we go down to at North, we'll go down and we'll clean the shed out. And we usually go down with a couple cases of beer and it ends up being like two blokes cleaning it and the rest of us just drinking. So, But we all look... <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> it's a good yeah, way to see it. We have to organise it there. <laughs> um, so yeah, like coming to the Shoot Shield season, like how many games are you playing over in like what the French professional season? I'm a bit, I'm not as much acknowledged, don't have as much knowledge as Siani on the French stuff. How many games are you playing a year over it's, there? It's uh, it's uh, thirty uh, because we play European Cup, yeah, Champions Cup. Uh, yeah, it's uh, thirty, 30 minimum games. thirty. Yeah, nice. 32. Mm. So at least you only have to play Without eight. the trial games. Yeah. Well, you've got, you'll have three trials this year. Yeah. Then Manly will only have to play 18 games because you won't make finals. <laughs> uh, whoa. Um, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. We'll, we'll clip this and come back to this at yeah. the end of the season. But um, I was having a little read about you as well. Um, so you've been on a couple of tours with the French Bar Bars as well. How were those? How were those trips? And, wh- and where'd you go? Yeah, it's a, you know, it's my, it's a little bit my, my story. Uh, I was pretty close to play for friends. I had the training camp with friends, and uh, I never played for friends when I was younger. Even if I was playing top fourteen at eighteen years old, I had this buddy. <laughs> I used to play. I I, I like playing center, but I was um. I was pretty skinny back in the day yeah. I'm not a big boy and uh, so I started a little bit more on the wing and then I was enjoying more in the centers and 2017 I had this training camp and I was like fuck I had the, the cock the rooster on my head yeah, yeah. I was like wow is that me so I couldn't realize and then uh, I didn't do any a good training camp and then when they split the team we did like a journey in a SA and there were one team friends and one team barbers yep, and there yep. was like kind of reserve of the friends and uh, so that was my first international experience yeah. and uh, he, the the um, the captain was uh, Freddie Michalak uh-huh. oh, right. so, yeah, and cool. this is also I told back Thomas Castanet was uh, when I was younger like as an idol and he was the the guy yeah. also and uh, so I had my best time ever <laughs> yeah. and this is now I say okay I'm 
I'm not an international guy. I'm a badass. Yeah. It, 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 sh- <laughs> yeah. it shoots me <laughs> more, more than a Frenchie. So I had like a couple caps with uh, I had four yeah. with the uh, Babas, and uh, that was like my greatest, greatest experience. Yeah. And uh, luckily, before finishing at UBB, I had the experience with the Barbarian Football Club yeah. uh, with a black and white jersey was oh, nice. something yeah. uh, unbelievable. And uh, you can feel the weight of the legacy of those players who play with yeah. this jersey. And uh, yeah, that was my my last uh, great experience in a higher level. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I feel pretty glad to have this life also. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're here in uh, Australia now, but I want to know what was the uh, the idea around the, the pivot to come to Australia. Not many people go from pro rugby in France and then come and, like Manly, you're going to love this season here in Shoot Shield. Um, but what was that, um, what was the decision behind? You know, um, so uh, as I told you, uh, I was pretty impressed by these guys leaving families and friends and going so far away from yeah. their country. And uh, so I was like, okay, I, I would love to do this. But because top 14 was attractive and also yeah, <laughs> <Yeah>. money <laughs> in the bank, so I was like, okay, I'll, I will stay in top 14 till till uh, I'll be ready to leave. And uh, so I wait for 34 years old. <laughs> so years uh, young, for 34 years young, mate. Come and, on. Uh, but I met I met this guy named Nicky Price uh, from Southern District. He's from Sunshine Coast, and we became friends. He, he was 20 years old, arrived in Montmartre. Imagine this guy from Brisbane sure. arriving. Mo- price, yeah. <laughs> My brother used to live with his brother. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. so you know, it's yeah. small world. Yeah. This, this is world. just about small world yeah. and meet people. And so he arrived in France. Like, he's a really Australian guy. <laughs> Fuck it. This is the guy who walked back barefoot, but yeah. in winter. <laughs> and in winter in France, it's like zero degrees. Yeah. All those old people, they were like, Hey, Nikki, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You Where you shoot? <laughs> Why you wear thongs? This winter. <laughs> so, and I was like, this guy is different. I, I must visit him <laughs> to understand more. Mm-hmm. And so we, I had Christmas with him and uh, I love this way of size. And I was like, okay, I want to go have an experience in Australia. Yeah. And thanks to the people I met, thanks to Budgie, a bit, uh, Budgie Smuggler helped me like a lot. So it's a... Uh, it's it's uh, also thanks to to Swoopy. Uh, I did some content with Budgie, and then I met BJ from Manly. Yeah. yeah. And BJ, I uh, just flicked a message and said, "What do you think? Uh, can I I could play for for Manly?" He was like, "Sure." <laughs> 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 so yeah, so I arrived here, just let my luggage, and then uh, we both work, my wife and I, for Budgie Smuggler. So yeah. we're pretty lucky. It's like yeah, a really yeah. good experience. We know that. And uh, so, yeah, it is what it is. Like, we are living the Australian dream yeah. together. Yeah. And yeah, we're, we're here at the Stained in Manly. <laughs> you live about 100 metres from here. One of the great pubs that I frequent to every weekend all the time. But, <laughs> mate, you're also 50 metres from one of the best beaches. And yeah. it's like, you know what? It's a great beach, man. It's probably not even the top 10 beach in Sydney, but yeah. it's still one of the great, you know, great places to live. So, you are lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I am. I know. I know. But, you know, in the first months, I was too exciting. So, I had too much drinks <laughs> so my body was wow it was changing i was like uh, i think i have to stop or maybe let's like, just manage a little bit more yeah. because there are too many options and met some good guys and uh, okay go for a drink uh, you love beers guys <laughs> and there are there are some good beers compared to france here yeah we love wine yeah. but the beers are like we like we too like 
Bas, you can be Heineken, Corona, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Desperados, and here is like Desperados. wow, Desperados. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we got God. heaps of choice, yeah. so you want to try all of them. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool. Well, me and Sioni tried a few different flavors oh, of beers. That's one more. I can see. I can oh. see. <laughs> Next time, put some glasses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but before we go, um, life after rugby. What What do you want to get into? Like, someone might be um, listening that might be, you know, trying to um, get you along, like, try and help you along the way. What, what's your What's your um, plan for life after rugby? So yeah, it's a, it's also a difficult uh, transition. Even if you, I've always been uh, attracted by doing something uh, after rugby. So like meet people, doing yeah. some formation, schools and stuff. But you you haven't got any like a lot of time to do because yeah. rugby in France take a lot of time. And uh, so this experience with Budgie Smuggler is a great experience to me, for me, to be like in a in a real job, uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and learn about the business. And uh, thanks to the to them, they get me involved in the meeting and marketing and stuff like that. This is my studio I made, but uh, I um I I don't know, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And uh, before I left, my. Uh, President Laurent Marty say, okay, we want you to stay at UBB. I was like, oh, that's good. What do you want me to do? It's like, what you would like to do? I was like, mm, uh, I like the Youngs and uh, I would love to, I think I, 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 I would like to look after recruitment and stuff like that. He said, yeah, I thought about that. So uh, probably when I go back, yeah. normally it's, it's a deal. We shake yeah. a hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shake a hand. Talk about fi- yeah. We talk about figures. So sometimes it's like, hey, Laurent, you remember what you told me? Yeah. I probably will need a car also. <laughs> so yeah, I will. I will be involved in UBB. Yeah, so nice. this is uh, yeah. I'm pretty lucky to let this on the side of my head, and I like okay, I can enjoy 100% here. Yeah. And then when I come back, I'll be part of the UBB family, which is my second family now, and. Yeah. Uh, Still working with the youngs and uh, recruitment is is great stuff. Uh, yeah. You still you step back a little bit from rugby, but you're still in it. Yeah, yeah. And this is uh, exactly what I wanted. And you'll have that unique perspective as well that you went through, coming being a professional athlete. Yeah. You're not, you're not someone that hasn't played in that system. So mm. no, I could definitely see you doing that. That's different. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I'm still I'm like 27, so I'm not too old yet. So I'm ready to come. I, I still <laughs> send me a resume up on my dream yet. So um, I don't want highlights. I, I don't want highlights. Oh, I've got plenty. Of, I've got plenty of lowlights more than highlights. Uh, <laughs> me too, <laughs> uh, mate. JB, um, thanks so much for coming on with us. Um, I mean, it's going to definitely have to get over to um, over your way at some point, and we'll be. Uh, having some wine somewhere I'm sure but um, some rosé rosé with the brosés but yeah definitely mate like thanks for so much coming thanks for coming to the stain and um, look forward to you putting on the manly jersey I'll go for I'll be going for you personally but not manly I can't can't do that (laughs) but I hope you have a good year I hope you enjoy your experience here and mate yeah thanks so much for coming along yeah thank you very much you you too and uh, it's kind of a dream to be part of a Big athletic club. Yeah, mate, we'll be packed bar bars. We got a bar bars too. So <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in. in mate. You're in. <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks very much. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers, bro. Cheers. Ah, welcome back, Tony. I know you missed me, but um, no, it was good to chat to uh, JB. Uh, great bloke. Uh, love what Budgies are doing to get him over here. You know, taste a bit of uh, the Aussie. Get a bit of the taste of the Aussie lifestyle. 
Um, it's a great thing about rugby is going around the world and uh, just making new friends everywhere. I don't know where I'm going with this, but uh, I digress. I digress. We've got a tasty. Actually, I'll go for a shout out. Uh, shout out to JB uh, for coming in. Uh, also, shout out to the Stain Hotel for uh, hosting us as we uh, shot a few interviews at the Stain Hotel the other week. Uh, we're going to do some more. So uh, if you want to jump on, make sure you get into contact with us. Uh, we just want to get the voice of, uh, you know, people in rugby, the, the people that make this game great. Get your story out there and share the love. Speaking of love, uh, I've got a lovely little banger for you guys today. So this week's Ben Tune of the Week, Josh Tatofi Awana, remixed by It's Your Boy Joe. these babies you're probably conceived to this song bit of baby face and if you're born in the 2000s you can see to this song Guys, make sure you do all the good stuff. Like, subscribe, run up this track, share the love. Make sure you tell your wife you love her. Make sure you tell your boyfriend you love him. Make sure you tell your girlfriend you love her. And if you got a side piece, cut it off. Don't do that. Unless. Uh, uh, nah. Stay safe. Happy Valentine's Day. Off hunt. What is on your mind? I'm just waiting for you. To tell me, baby, uh huh. Eat my bed, here they are. So I know I'm on your mind. Acha, acha. Mmm. Be able to make a phone one more time. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.